Hello, friends. Welcome to That's Pretty Woo. Conversations about life, beauty, and magic. Because talking it out makes us all more connected. We're your hosts, Jordan Medina and Kayleen Seuss, two friends navigating the balance between making time for our work and passions while trying to be present in everyday life as mothers, partners, and citizens of the universe. Okay, let's chat. Happy new moon, Kayleen. This is the perfect day for today's episode to air. It's a new moon and your birthday is just around the corner. Today, we're talking about the woo of self-care. Oh, thank God. Start us off. What does self-care mean to you? Self-care means everything. (laughs) It's just like, for me, I think that I grew up with somebody who modeled taking care of themselves, my father. And it's something that I like tend to naturally, like I am a somewhat selfish person and for whatever reason, don't always have a shame around being selfish sometimes, but not always. So for me, like my everyday life is very rooted in self-care. And one of my favorite things to do is to find out how to make something that I have to do every day more like pleasurable and enjoyable finding like the small joys in life like that's something that has been a thread throughout my life forever but really in the last like 10 or 15 years it's been a big focus of mine so self-care isn't just a bubble bath though it can be yeah I feel like self-care has gotten kind of a bad rap lately in like the internet because people want to talk about how like taking care of your mental health is, is more important than taking a bath. I mean, and taking care of your mental health is self-care. Yeah. I, they're all, here's the what I believe. Is, like all self-care. Self-care is not selfish. Yeah. Self-care is not selfish. It does not equal selfish. Right. And I think I also have those tendencies too, where yeah. it's like a little bit of that, like, let me fix myself. So, but you, you fix yourself so that you're right for the rest of the world. Like it's a little bit of like, you need the self-care so that you're a better, better mother, a better wife, a better, you know, whatever you are. Like, and there's people who naturally, and I wonder if this is related to human design, because like, I know whichever number of mine is first in my, um, is it profile? Mm -hmm. Um, is it's means that I focus on myself first and I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. that makes perfect sense to me because I do need to do that so that I'm better for the world. Whereas like I do have friends whose tendencies um, are to be more nurturing and nourishing to other people around them. And then that makes them feel better. Yeah. And that can also be... But those people also need self-care. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone needs self-care. And so, you know... But not everybody has access to it. And that's something that like at the gate, I want to make sure that we acknowledge is that like one of the reasons why I can be this way is because like generations of women before me didn't necessarily have the ability to do that because they're, because I have a lifestyle and like we have an income that supports my ability to take care of myself because I'm white. And, you know, there's like a million layers of privilege that I present with today that enable my level of self-care. Yeah. But I didn't always like have this lifestyle. And so I, you know, there's other times in my life where I had to kind of you know, make things work for me. And I think that the thoughts we think, the the way that we breathe, like there's a lot to, that we can access yeah. in, that we can make self-care, but it comes down to intention. Like, oh, yeah. I went through a period in time where I was like doing all the things like massage, you know, massage and baths and all of it and not really even allowing it to Sink penetrate. Yeah. yeah. And and not into, <clears throat> not integrating it into my being. And so I was like checking all the boxes, but still feeling very like empty and depleted. And like, I could have just 
probably needed to just sleep and like and yeah. not do so many of those things. So it's layered and it's nuanced. Like there isn't, I don't know, self-care is like a really fun, juicy topic. And I want to have like a high vibe conversation, but it's also like complicated. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing I think about it is like self-care doesn't have to be something you pay to do. Yeah. And I think there's like... Med- and even if you pay for the thing that is called self-care, it might not have make the effect. you feel better. Yeah. So no, I don't necessarily... I think like that's the confusion about it mm-hmm. is that it it the privilege is time that's the privilege. So mm-hmm. if you have the time to do it, because I think that's something and not that everybody don't, does don't have. Yeah. And like, that's, that's where it gets dicey because it's like, well, who has time to, you know, take a bath or Even meditate like or access do whatever. to a conversation like this. Yeah. Like the fact that I have people in my life that say taking a bath in the afternoon is, is really good. Like if no one ever told me that I would probably feel really guilty about doing that. But I have a few friends who do make time for baths right. in the middle of the day. And I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. That I like that. Yeah. But I think the privilege comes from time. But I think there's plenty you can do that's I definitely think is self-care mm-hmm. that is, you know, free. Um, You could or, you know, maybe requires like a pen and some paper to journal or, yep. you know, the, like time to meditate. Hey, time equals money. So I totally get if you don't have that too. Mm-hmm. But the importance of carving that out is if you don't have time and you're going nonstop and you're raising kids and you're working a full-time job and you're just like at your wits end, maybe you really need self-care. So it's yeah. like, that's a good time to uh, take 30 minutes to meditate and carve it out for 30 yourself. 30 minutes to meditate? I don't know. Maybe That something. sounds exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It does? Oh. Yes. Well, but like, it's so interesting because our perceptions of other people's practices of self-care can be so like daunting. Like when you talk about like, like my the, bath and your, my your rituals skincare. and like this, all the stuff that you do, like is really aligned with who you are. But if I try to adopt one of those things, yeah. it's like, I, yeah. I can't do it. So that's also something that oh, like, yeah. everybody the, has different self styles. Yeah, there's styles. no shame in like somebody not wanting to do a 10-step skincare routine and that not being your form of self-care. <laughs> like absolutely not. Like that's I I love skincare. But I love hearing about yours. Yeah, but it's but it doesn't have to be the same for everybody, but I do see why it's like I do see why and I can see how just the word self-care and it's it's been used a lot in the last couple of yes. years in terms of marketing because like yeah. you know everybody's doing gua sha of their face and learning all these different techniques and you know Mm -hmm. and it's a way for people to uh, sell you Mm -hmm. know their products right Mm -hmm. now and Mm -hmm. there's been a lot of that and so it it is a little dicey in terms of like well I feel like I can't participate in self-care because I don't have money to buy this face mask and a gua sha tool and whatever Mm -hmm. and it's it's not that it's so much more than that and Mm -hmm. I think in coming up to this episode I've been like thinking a lot more about like what really is self-care and when do I feel like when do I feel that cared for for by yourself yourself? yeah Yeah. and it's not always when I'm doing my uh brutal skin care routine <laughs> or you know like it's not well, because, always like, that yeah because if you're like feeling crunched for time or like a perfect example is one of my and I want to get into like what some of our rituals are but something I've been loving lately is I got that yogic path um deck, deck. Oh, I love that deck. the yogic yeah. path deck from Sahara Rose yes. and Danielle Noel oh, okay so I got it this is how I got it it was one of those situations where the Amazon cart wasn't full enough <gasps> Yeah, to get like the free Same shipping day. or whatever, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh, this is perfect!" Like I had, and it was yeah. like in my saved item, so I just added it. And I have been doing a line activation, uh-huh. a la Ashley Wood, and then 
pulling a card and I, and since our, um, intuition episode, like I've been thinking more about how my intuition can flow through external things. Mm -hmm. So like using the cards as my intuition. And so I've been pulling a card in the morning and then also pulling a card at night. Uh And I haven't been reshuffling. I haven't been adding them in because I want to get to know the cards. Yeah. And so I was doing one this morning. No, I was doing one yesterday night and like one of my children was like screaming so loud. And I was like, (laughs) I can't do this. Well, no, I just like stopped because like one part of me would be like, I have to do this to check the box because I oh, said I was going to yeah. do this and like force it yeah. in such a bad vibe. Like yep. a screaming child and me being frustrated and doing this self-care thing just to do it is the least caring thing that I could be doing yeah. for myself. And so I've really started to like think about it more in a fluid way of like, you don't, Kayleen, like you don't have to cross off the box. Like, yeah. or you can come back to it yeah. when everybody's asleep. Self-care doesn't have to be a checked box. It doesn't I have agree. to be so rigorous. Yeah. You know, it can be a lot more gentle. So, but th- I think that's just a tendency of my personality to begin with is like, once Mine I too. set out to do something, I'm going to do it. And I use that lavender notebook, which has actual yeah. check boxes for your self-care. <laughs> um, but I do like it because every day I kind of think about what's going to go on there. And it's funny because it's really changed how I've used self-care, just those little check boxes because there's like five or six of them. And I'm like, that's, that's quite a lot. lot of self-care for the day. Yeah. But sometimes self-care for me is like, I'm going to eat pizza today. And that's my self-care. It's going to nurture my soul and my <laughs> spirit to like <laughs> do this thing that I want to do. And it's made me look at different things or I'll view my workout as a form of self-care, mm-hmm. which then makes me feel better about having to work out. Yeah. It's like, it's interesting how those can, um, that's intention, that intention that paying and, attention and making to it, it yeah. a care thing mm-hmm. makes it suddenly feel a little different. So it's maybe view self care, uh, differently. And then lately I've been feeling the urge to be a little more like creative. And so yeah. I was, um, I've been like, I brought out, I got out my old art tools and I was like, I needed to like do some of this. So I started like painting and then I was like, you know, really, this is a for like, as I was doing it, I was like, God, I feel, you feel really in the flow when you like get a project going and you're like kind of into it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is like actually a form of self-care. Yeah. Like it felt really nice. Totally. And so. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it is like making your everyday life function better is an act of self-care. So there's a book um, called Hand Wash Cold by Karen Mazin Miller. And uh-huh. she's a Zen Buddhist monk who's also, she has an amazing life and she she's a mom. And this whole book is about her life as becoming a Buddhist monk and then also her life as a mother and like how the instructions for doing dishes and doing laundry and that mirror how to live this more zen life and like how you do anything is how you do everything yeah and so if you can bring some more calm and care and appreciation for your dishes yeah it's going to change your life and yeah and I mean like some people hate doing the dishes some people love doing the dishes and then most of us kind of fall in between yeah but if you can light a candle and put on a podcast or put on some music, then all of a sudden this chore becomes an act of nurturing for yourself and your household. So it's really like how you look at it. So what are some of your favorite self-care rituals? I mean, I think at this moment, I really love art as a self-care ritual. And it's like, has me connecting with like a new part of myself. So that's like, that's like my self-care of the moment that Mm -hmm. I've been making a lot more time for. 
And I, I know I said I wouldn't, but it's like the, the actual hundred day challenge, which is a, um, it's an official thing, which is an art project (laughs) is coming up in April. That's what started me last year. And I chose my challenge to be yoga, which was insanely hard, but I think I may do the hundred day challenge for art. Cause I think that sounds really fun. And it's like a good form of self care for me. So I'm back at it. She cannot be stopped. I cannot be stopped. Um, (laughs) but I, I love that part of it. Um, Really, like my big ones at this exact moment, baths are always a big one for me, as y'all know. I mentioned on, on every podcast, I love taking a bath. I take a bath every day. And I'm, you know. Well, what's in your new, like, I feel like you switch up your, so what's the current bath recipe? For I really love it. I love like a good Lush bath bomb. I love a bath bomb, oh. but I'm loving, like, there's a couple from Lush. There's this one called like the goddess and it's like purple and sparkly. I've, I've posted it before on my Instagram and I, I have like one left like sitting. It was like a birthday bath bomb and it's like waiting for me and I may do it. Tonight is actually a full moon, but I may do it tonight. Um, not when, when this we're airs, recording when we're recording. Yeah. Um, and so I like something like that. Like um, I switched out. I, I was sick recently and my friend Melissa had told me to put amethyst in the bathtub with me. And I'd been talking before about how to have pyrite in, your, in the bath. Yeah. Um, and so I... I switched out my pyrite into here and put my amethyst into the um, bath zone situation. And it does feel like a more calm Ooh, vibe. I like that idea. And so I switched that up as just like a a perspective shift. And I've definitely like, I've been avoiding meditation lately. I don't know why. Even I've, though you just told us that 30 minutes of meditation. I do think that that's like a great thing. To, <laughs> I, I've Nothing makes me feel better than that. But I Wait, think it's actually like a, the guided. A guided. Um, I would always, I, there's so many, like I'll do insight timer. I'll do the Lacey's DIs. Like, but I've really been in this phase of like avoiding it, even though it's the one thing that I know will make me feel good. And so like actually taking the time to do that. So tonight I'll do a full moon meditation. Um, and so I'm stoked on that because I know I'll feel like a million dollars after I do it. It's just like sometimes the act of like getting to the self-care, it does, it feels like a slog or like something you have Mm -hmm. to do. So instead I've just been like, well, I don't have to do it. But I think there's something to be said about like do actually doing it too and like how it can shift your perspective. And, you know, that's important too. So it's sort of like, yeah, you had the screaming child's like, Maybe it wasn't the time to draw a card, which I totally align with that too because I only draw cards when I feel called to. Oh, yeah. Um, And that can be like three times a week or it can be like once a week or whatever. But the thing is, is I didn't pick it up. You know, I just left it there. I went and dealt with that and then I came back and my cards are there and I could take a few more deep breaths and come back to it. Yeah. So not forcing myself to do things is like really important. But I also hear what you're saying to keep like a habit alive. You need to kind of keep at it. And to, and to get into that shift, sometimes you need to do the thing. So Mm -hmm. like meditating, isn't going to hurt me, even though it sounds like 30 minutes of meditating. Like you just said, it sounds terrible. Like, doesn't it? Like, yeah. But now that you said it's like, now that but no, you're going to come gonna out of like it and you're going to feel, and, yeah, I always yeah. do guided. I can't, okay. I could not sit for 30 minutes in my own brain. I would not be meditating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the big one for me right now is like boundaries. I'm, oh. I'm like really in a way of just like, I have not felt like talking on the phone and for better or worse, because like, you know, I have family that doesn't live here, like whatever, mm-hmm. but I'm, I also am in a phase where it's like, I don't have much to say right now. I'm like, I've been sick with this pregnancy a little bit. I've been um, really tired. I've been actually sick for like a couple of weeks. You know, just um, knowing that I don't have anything to give anybody else right now. Mm -hmm. And so having my boundary be not talk, like 
texting and be like, hey, I'll call you when I feel up to it. But I, I don't yeah. feel like chatting right now. Yeah. Um, has been really important for me and is a, you know, is an energetic boundary I'm setting to protect protect my energy because yeah. if I don't have anything to give, I can't give it right now. Yep. And that's got to be okay. Cause like, especially when you have like young children and you have your own that boundary is much harder to um, hold. So like when you are in a situation, you can't, you, yes. that, that they're, yeah. that you're in a, you're meshed or whatever yeah. they call it, because it's like you, if there's a symbiotic relationship you have with your family and your household, and I'm trying to protect my whole household's energy currently. Mm-hmm. So it's like my energy's down. I know that I'm usually the, energy source in the house like the bigger vibe so it's like I need to um protect that yeah and so I just don't have the energy to pick up and chat on the phone to anybody right now and so Mm -hmm. that's kind of been like something I've um and that will not be forever and like there comes a point where it's like yeah you got to start picking up the phone and talking and you know to have relationships which are you know also require efforting but I'm not in a phase where I can effort And so that's a form of self-care for me right now. And maybe, you know, that's like a good example of a free form of self-care. If you're somebody that struggles, if you're somebody that's pushed to the max in your work and your home life and you're going nonstop and you feel all those feelings like you don't have the time for self-care, maybe the one act of self-care you do is turning off your work at a certain point or Mm -hmm. turning off the phone to uh, other people and maybe just like, taking it down a notch on the nurture scale. Like I don't have the nurturing to give to somebody else because, mm-hmm. you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. Uh, and so the idea of like giving your everything to everybody else, like you can't do that because you won't have anything to give them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, this episode is definitely leaning towards like self-care in motherhood. Like, I just think that that's like, yeah. so like ingrained in like who we are right now. And a great resource with that for that is do less by Kate Northrup. Uh-huh. We've talked about that book last season quite a bit, but I think that she does a really great job. And, and her book is also pretty inclusive of just like what it means to be a woman in this world. And it is for mothers, but it's also for anybody who identifies as a woman, just like recognizing yeah the the cycle of the moon women, and your women have tendencies to nurture others and put others first even like even okay here's a good great example my friends who are more like in the single dating world who have a tendency to maybe they want more for, of a commitment from a relationship this is just an example they want this guy to commit to them and the guy says like you know, let's just like play it by ear. Mm -hmm. So the girl immediately backtracks and says, you know, I want to be cool. So let's play it by ear, even though she's not asking for the thing that she actually wants, which is to have more of the commitment or like have more of whatever. She's really not honoring herself. She's Mm -hmm. really not nurturing herself. She's really not putting herself first. It's that tendency of women to put others first. And it's a feminine aspect. It's a beautiful trait Mm -hmm. um, to put others first Mm -hmm. and to like do that. However, it comes at a cost, especially in a, you know, a society that's more patriarchally driven. Like you tend to get what you ask for. Like if you're Mm -hmm. in a job role and you don't ask for a raise, you're not going to get one. No one's going to come out and hand that to you. And it's a very tricky dynamic. But yeah, I think, I think it tends to be women mm-hmm. just is the tendency. I don't think it's always true. You yeah, know, of course. Of course. But I don't but I don't think it's just in in motherhood. I think I think we just in general have a tendency to to give more than we're getting it. Times. And then in motherhood you have 
additional humans needing things from you. Yeah. And it's very like, Oh yeah. Motherhood is no motherhood is unquestionably that yeah. like there's no chance. It's not that. Yeah. But I think, I think it applies uh, to across like the across board. the board. Yeah. I really do. Yes. And, and I think, you know, anybody could be feeling this way where it's like, they're just spent or struggling, depleted. depleted. Yeah. And you know, I think, and I think self care, it's like, yeah, again, you don't have to buy like a $40 face mask that you do in your tub or even a $10 Lush bath bomb. But you could, but you could. Or, you know, it's also like, you've heard the thing like burn the candles. Like people get a really fancy candle as a gift or they buy it for themselves and then they never burn it. Oh yeah. And it's like, this is this life that we are in, the life that we have is the life that we have. And yeah. like, if you're going to, if you're going to have a candle, burn the candle. Don't wait. Yeah. And just That's that, so true. that for me is like, and I've been thinking a lot about energetic self-care and what is it? Because I think I did like pendulum swing a little bit too far at some point. I don't know how or why, but I was just like doing all of the things and like scheduling all the appointments and yeah. it was all like for me. And at some point I was like, if you're, if like your self-care is stressing you out, like you're doing it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> It's so true. That That's so true. I mean, my sister will have like all these appointments every other Friday. It's like, she's got to get the nails, the lashes, the things. Yeah. And and, and the more and you do, it, then the chore. more you do. Yeah, she, it, it feels stressful. Yeah, She doesn't enjoy these acts. She enjoys having it done. Right. And the way that feels, but it's it's more maintenance. And oh, that's I, a perfect I mean, term That's for such it. a different yeah. feeling than self-care. Right. Which is why, like, for me... Like, having my brows done I, less I agree. often... And then it being like a real treat to get to go and do them is like so much better for me than having like brows on point every day. Yeah, You know, so there's like, there's just this like balance of like figuring out what, where are you in life right now? What are the things that you need from yourself? Like, what are the things that I had an interesting conversation with some girlfriends the other day about relationships and husbands and what are the things that we think we need from our husbands and why do we think we need them? Those from things them. from them. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like I just told them, I was like, no, like I would never expect that emotional thing from my husband. Like, and I don't think that you should from your husband's either. Yeah. Like it was like a very specific thing. And it was just like, that isn't something that he's going to give me. And I don't even want that from him. Cause it's not going to be right. Like I need yeah. that for myself. And so some of this self-care stuff can be really yeah, like boundaries or thoughts or practices that like only you can give yourself. Oh, I mean, and I think self-reflection is yeah. like the real, oh, all, the like encompassing. Shadow work, like all of that. But just self-reflection, like I, that's why like Mondays are kind of my day. Mm-hmm. And when I don't have them, I'm, I'm like usually not great for the rest of the week. But it's like right now, Nathan goes this like mastermind every Monday and I take the time to like, I already know tonight I've got this like full moon ritual plan and I have the time because I'm alone. Like, there's no pressure to like, we need to watch a show together or something. We, we have no shows anyway. Um, but it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I know I have this time and I like, am so excited for it. And, yeah. and really all it is is time to like journal a little and like discover some things about myself. Like I've already pulled my tarot for the week and my uh, yogic path card. And I'm like, okay, like that really resonates with me. I want to really reflect on it. And like, that feels so indulgent to me. Yeah. It really does because mm-hmm. it's this moment where you're really like, uh, cluing into what your soul wants and needs and what how life is kind of serving you and what it's serving you and like how you're dealing with it. And um, and I, I view all of the woo stuff, all of my woo practices are sort of in my self-care vein. Oh, I think, for sure. Because for sure. Yeah. it's like, that's, I mean, 
what could be more self-indulgent than like learning about yourself through all of these practices, yeah. like like astro- learning my astrology and learning other people's and how to interact with them and like taking the time to do that. Like that is a privilege and yes. that is something that, but that is, that is my main form of self-care is my, my woo stuff. Your woo life. My woo life is definitely like my self-care life. They're okay. one and the same. Yes, totally. Um, so with me, I think my biggest like self-care things are sleep. Yeah. Like, that's definitely like one thing that, I know that's a good barometer of if I'm actually taking care of myself yeah. is if I'm sleeping correctly and supporting myself with sleep baths for sure. Food is like such a tricky one when it comes to self-care. So tricky. And we yeah. have a whole episode on food and body, but like, you know, I'm very drawn to that idea of the intuitive eating and all of that stuff. But I think the main self-care thing around food is just like, am I approaching a plate and my body with love and kindness. Yeah. And then like every, whatever I'm eating, whatever mood I'm in, if I'm plant-based or whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Cause like if I'm, and I don't always do it, but like that yeah. is like the big thing for me. I agree. I um, agree with that. Same thing with exercise. Like I have gone through so many different phases in my life with exercise. Uh-huh. I was a, a, like a competitive collegiate athlete and then I did nothing for a long time. And so now it's like, and I think motherhood has kind of taught me this is that like my body is capable of so much and and I have to support my body with my choices. Yeah. And like, I am really looking to like, what does life look like for the next 30 years of my life? Like I'm kind of in that like phase of like yeah. setting the stage. Cause also when you were talking about like your moon ritual and just like the gift of being alone for a night and all of that, like it made me think of when I was in my twenties in my apartment by myself in Raleigh and yeah. all I had, you know, if I had no ample plan- time, I, yeah. yeah. And I had, maybe like I had a night where there was no plans with friends and I wasn't going to drink or whatever. And, and I, yeah, so I'd like watch an episode of Grey's Anatomy. I'd cut out a bunch of magazines, yeah. I'd burn all the candles. I'd take a bath. Like you're just describing what my everyday life looked like. Yeah, back then. me too. And at the time I was lonely and alone and wishing for a husband and a baby. And like all of that was like what I was looking forward yeah. to. And now I have those things. And now I'm like, hearkening back to some of those practices that I established back then. And that was such a gift that I gave myself that those are like the things that I can lean back on is cutting out magazines. It's like one of my favorite things to do is absolutely self-care. I don't even, it's such a habit that it doesn't even always register as self-care, but it for sure is. And so what are the things that I can do today that in 10, 15 years will become like the default care for myself? Mm Probably. Probably neighborhood walks and oh yeah pilates or what you know what i mean like making a really good salad because salads are like one of those things that i always enjoy eating but i never want to make you know so it's like self-care to me feels like a little bit of work but also like i try to think about like how is it paving the way for like the future too yeah and what does it really mean you know like it's it's like the deeper meaning behind it because yeah, it can feel like work. It can feel like a thing. It could just be an action. Yeah. But it also the whole idea of it is like to bring you back to what you're talking about, like with the dishes where it's like to shift your perspective. And sometimes it's like taking that moment, that breath, that beat, it allows you the perspective shift to change everything. Yeah. So like gratitude is like a good, yeah. a good thing. I don't do that. And it's like, especially so funny since we talked I just, about it. Yeah. I thought that that was like a good practice of yours. 
It is, you know, I go through phases and like, I've just not been in a good gratitude, like even to the point where I'm like, like, I owe you a thank you note. I, and I have it written. It's sitting in my station because you're supposed to come and get your hair done. And I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, I See, need to mail my it. Fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. Because then I was like sick for a week. I'm out of the salon. I'm like, I need to get that note so I can mail it to Kaylee. But it's, but it's like, I recognize that I'm not practicing it enough and yeah. like, like reviewing things like. Um, that I need to, you, you know, like not yeah. putting it out as as much in the universe as I should, especially yeah. after we like talked about that episode and I've thought about it so much more and like how important that practice is. I mean, I've definitely been, you know, like this past Mercury retrograde really got me good. And, yeah. um, but that's also the thing about, I think one of the things about self-care and being a woman and being in a certain phase of life is that like, you have to cut yourself some slack. Yeah. That you aren't like, I haven't been the friend I want to be to some of my friends who have recently had babies. Yeah. Like I'm not showing up the way that my vision of me, Kayleen as a friend with a new right. baby is. But the thing is, is that like, I have to acknowledge that like I am where I am in my life and like I have what I have to give and yeah. like maybe I could step up a little bit more but maybe I'm doing enough and like maybe well, I mean it's the same as like me answering the phone like obviously yeah. I'm not, if I'm not I mean I'm not gonna have relationships if I don't nurture them however yes. I'm not in a phase where I can and sometimes so you have to just trust things yeah. to like ride it out a little bit that like you can revisit that but one thing I will say for a gratitude habit so I'm reading a book right now called tiny habits uh -huh. um it's by BJ Fogg. My friend actually worked on the book with him. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So I have had the benefit of her like personal guidance through reading the book. Like yeah. at one point, it's it's about habit formation and establishing like healthy habits. And his whole philosophy is to make them as small as possible. So like a tiny habit is like the foundation of building the habit that you want to grow. So a good yeah. example is like you want to floss. You start with just flossing one tooth a day. Yeah. And then you celebrate that as a win and then it it grows from there. And at one point I was like reading the book and I was like, I'm overwhelmed by this habit book. And she was like, just yeah. keep listening to it. Just keep going. But one of the things that he recommends with gratitude is like, you need a cue, something that like kicks off the habit. So the cue could be your head hitting the pillow. And then you thinking just what's a what's the tiniest version of gratitude? One thing that you're yeah. grateful for. And that just like helps it go. And so some days like you'll only have the power within you to have one piece of gratitude, but you're still keeping it alive. And sometimes you might have 10, you know, or right. it could grow into like you writing in your journal or whatever, but just like figuring out what is the, like the tiniest thing you can do. Um, so maybe that would be, that's the one I'm trying right now. It's like yeah. the head hitting the pillow and the one thing. Cause I mean, it's better than none. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, and, and because I was saying about the mercury retrograde being not good, like I've had to use gratitude to sort of like in my head at least yeah. to get me out of it. Cause it's like, <laughs> what do we, what can we be grateful for right now? Cause this is not making me feel the most gratitude, but there's been slivers of things that have helped. So that's been a plus. And then I saw you wrote on here a little bit about like, um, managing technology. And I think that's, yes. that's definitely my, that's my next thing to tackle before even gratitude, because I definitely think that I can feel like the life force being sucked out of me as I've been spending too much time again on socials. And it's like, I really have to set up, like I'm always thinking about it, but it's like the act of doing it and like putting the actual boundaries on it because it's, it feels indulgent, but it is not self-care for me. Hmm. Or it's like, uh, 
Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's like, it needs to be, I need to have more conscious. Like if I want to go to Jess Fields page and read something that is going to make me feel cared for or make me feel good, that's one thing. But it's like just the scroll, the scroll, the scroll suck has got me good and I've got to figure out a way to manage that. So I think that's like something to tackle on my self-care to-dos that would make me feel better that I've not been uh, nurturing. Well, you're following a thousand people on Instagram. I've, I've unfollowed about t- 200 or 300 in the last few days. <laughs> so yes, I agree. I, I don't even know where to start. Oh my gosh. It's hard. That's so many. How many do you follow? A hundred. A hundred? You know more than a hundred people. You don't I mean, even I'm follow like, people you know. I'm like this close to unfollowing one of your accounts because you never post on it. Pooker. So, yeah. yeah. So like you can I unfollow just, that. <laughs> but I just like I have curated that so tightly. And you know how I am. I unfollow people and then I'll follow them back. And like I just do like it's a very tight perimeter that I like to keep on there because of that reason. Like when I log, you know what happens when I log in, like I scroll and then I hit the end. Cause like there are only so many posts and I mute a ton of people on stories. So like, cause if somebody is annoying me on stories, but I like their feed, I will mute them. And sometimes maybe annoy is too strong of a word, but like if their stories are about their children and then their feed is about healthy eating, yeah. I'm going to unfollow their stories. Yeah. Because I, I have my own children and like I don't really – and a lot of times I watch stories without volume. Okay. Then that's the first on my list to tackle is like just Chris, clean that Cleaning up. it up, like culling the mess. Yes. Um, and it's – oh, it's so cool right now when you log into Instagram on your phone and you go to who you're following, it'll show you the people you've engaged with the least. So that's low-hanging fruit to unfollow those oh, people. I didn't know or, did that. yeah, they just added that recently. Okay. Or they that's a good clue of like, oh, I really like this person, but I've never seen their stuff. Yeah. And you can go engage with their stuff. That's another thing I've been really trying to do is be an engagement fairy. Yeah. I know I can't believe the self-care talk has turned into social media, but like the people I actually love and care about on Instagram, I want them to know I love them because yeah. I'm there. And like, if I'm going to come over to your house and hang out with you, I'm not just going to go snoop around your bathroom. Like I'm going to hang out with and you and like talk to like you. that's also like an expression of gratitude yes. for them. And it's their the same thing presence. as what we talked about before with yeah. like writing reviews and things. It's like the, uh, so many people are on Instagram right now for their work. Like it's their business and I'm just like popping into their shop and not buying anything. Or if I'm just browsing, yeah. it's like so much window shopping. Yeah. And like, I want to like talk to you as your shopkeeper and be like, I really like it's what so you're true. doing. It's so true. And I've realized like, like I was following so many other hair people and it's so annoying to me. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I following this? I already yes. do hair. Like I, this isn't inspiring. Like this is just noise. It's just making me feel some type of way. Yeah. Um, and so I'm really, I've got, I do need to go through and just like. It's tricky. Like I have had conversations with people that are like, well, I've been in a situation where someone has said like, well, you unfollowed me. Yeah. And so how are you going to handle that conversation? I don't think I'll get down to a hundred. I mean, I <laughs> well, think, not if you're starting at a thousand. No. Not today at least. But no. I mean, they'll kick you off if you unfollow too many people. Okay, good they'll to They'll lock your account. Um, I, I definitely will. Um, but you don't have to, you know, like you can just curate it and that's going to make it such, a, it's like your closet. You yeah. have, a, I, ha- I have a capsule Instagram feed. Yeah. And some people like to have a lot 
more of stuff in their closet. I've also got like 10 million Instagrams that I still have. So it's like, that's the hard thing. What do you mean? Well, because I have like my, I have like my woo Instagram oh, or my like account. So oh, okay. I think about like, I don't just have my my main account people I follow. That's, that, that's not, the one I spend the most time on. Yeah. But then I have these other accounts that also are... And it's like, I go back and forth because I'm, sometimes I go through these phases where I'm like, oh, I really love compartmentalizing my life. And, and then I'm like, no, this is actually just more work. And well, because more it's chaos. not actually compartmentalized because no. it's all one experience. It's like I'm toggling. I'm yeah. there. I'm like, so some of it's got to go. I just haven't figured out what and in what capacity. It's like, I'm not going to, like, I can't get rid of Pooker which is my OG account, but then I have like... It's like your personal account. It's my personal account. It's the one I started on. And, and I ha- hey it's like Pooker's has real hair. memories. And Hey Pooker is like hair, but it's become somewhat personal. And like woo. In the way you try to do. But it's yeah. like, I don't, I've decided I don't want Wilder on my Hey Pooker really, like yeah. outside of the occasional story. So that's why I'm not going to follow... I'm not going to unfollow Don't unfollow Pooker. Pooker because I think she'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> but it especially is, with a new baby especially with a new baby but it is complicated because it's like well then it's like I want to be somewhat personal on my branding account but how do I do you see what I'm saying my it's, if you're asking yes, for a suggestion yes, I am. my suggestion is to look at it as all one unit so for me personally my experience of Instagram is Kayleen Elise which is me and like my personal businesses like my website business yeah. That's pretty woo, which is us, but I manage it. And so when I'm building out my feed and when I'm planning my activities, I think about yeah. they're all, it's all one because it's all coming from me. And then when I'm doing Celebrate Cultivate, again, like I think about how they all interact together and how they right. all integrate. So like when we have a new episode of That's Pretty Woo, I'm posting in my personal feed yeah. about it. And how this all relates back to self-care is this is like something that we all spend a lot of time doing. Well, that's doing. just it for anybody who says they don't have time. Like, look at the, look at yeah. however, whatever your thing is telling you for the week. Because lately, mine's I don't been like, you're up 9%. It. Yeah. it gives you like that weekly update. Yes. And I'm like, ooh, that's a decent amount of time daily that I'm spending on doing this when like I view art as self-care. And it's like, <laughs> I, I want to do it for 100 days and I can't yeah. say I don't have the time. If yeah. I've spent this much time on social, I delete the app on the weekends. That's something that I've been doing I, pretty consistently. I need to be doing that. But I will still log in. Like you can still log in on the yeah. web, but just deleting the app helps kill the scroll. The and it scroll. also sets up like the boundary the for myself. The Saturday scroll is what I've found to be my weakness where mm-hmm. oh, I- Oh, because that's your family day. It's my family day. And it's like occasionally it's like you I'll just spend the it. time scrolling and it's like, what am I doing? And it doesn't make me feel good. No, it feels gross. It feels gross. And so that is like the, that's something that like needs works. And the thing thing is, is that the internet, like we grew up in a time where the internet is such a special, magical treat. And we do have so many great, amazing, uplifting connections and resources online. And so there's this false sense of, I'm going to open up my phone. It's going to make, I have recognized so many times recently where I'm feeling uncomfortable in my home, dealing with a child, dealing with my partner, whatever, dealing with a mound of laundry. And I'm like, Oh, what's going to make me not, I don't even think the thought what's going to make me feel better. I just notice my phone is in my hand open to the scroll Yeah, and then I'm checking and it makes me, that sets you up to like pull the the lever in the jackpot in the slot machine. And then you're, and then like, uh, 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 you didn't win. And now you still have the pile of laundry, the screaming child and your partner who's like, why didn't you take out the trash? And And you're busy over here on the slot machine. And you feel so so gross. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that is my like 
Okay, so that's that's good. I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna be spending my new, my new moon ritual tonight is actually gonna be me like unfollowing a bunch of Instagrams and getting locked out. Here's the thing, like it's okay to unfollow people and to follow them back. Like, yeah. let me give you the permission to do that. I like to just be like, oh, I'm unfollowing you right now because at this exact moment, you're not lighting me up, and it's not even you personally. It's me. It's not you. Yeah. And then if you fall back into my life at some point, you might, and yeah. I will refollow you. Yeah. It's totally fine. It's like a magazine. You pick up real simple one month and then the next month you're like, oh, actually, I want to read Oprah. Yeah, you're Real so right. simple doesn't care. True, true. Poor guys. Okay. Well, that feels like the best way <laughs> to finish today's conversation. Friends, we hope this episode has inspired you to care for yourself in new ways. Or encouraged you to revisit your favorite self-care rituals. We'll get back next week with a talk about feminine energy. See you then. Bye. Thank you, friends, for listening. Please connect with us at thatsprettywoo.com and on Instagram at thatsprettywoo. Make sure you subscribe to catch next week's episode and share our pod with anyone you know who's into stuff. That's, that's pretty, pretty woo. woo.